Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. This is your boy Shiloh here on the Ascended Cast. We have a very special guest, a new episode. So let's go ahead and get into it. This is your boy Shiloh. Your boy Matt. Oh, your boy John. You know what it is. Stop playing. It's the wingman, baby. We got the wingman all up intro. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, baby. Like I said, thank you for rocking with us. Um, if, if you don't know, you need to be in the know. If you're in the IE, if you're in Redlands, just period. If you don't know about this great man right here, with what, he, what he's serving up, um, this is somebody special. This is somebody that I've, I've been personally waiting on. I got a lot of good feedback on people. And like I said, the man, the myth, the legend is here, baby. So let me go ahead and give the floor to him. Just let him rock with you. Tell him what you're about and everything else and how you come to be. Most definitely, man. Um, I, I can tell you uh, off top, man, you know, what everybody see uh, with how Wingman has grown, um, I had no idea that I'd even be here right now. I didn't think that. I'd be doing what I was doing. Didn't think that I'd be known the way I'm known. Um, I tell people, I'm, I'm just a humble dude that's trying to feed his kids. Man, that's it. Like, I didn't know. I wasn't seeking popularity. I wasn't seeking to be. People say I'm famous. I, I, don't, I don't feel I'm famous, man. I'm, I say I'm just a humble dude who got a humble heart and had kids to feed. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I didn't want to work my nine to five. And, and I'm, I was hungry. So, um, I put a lot of work into, you know, what, what people see today and it was all off trial and error. Um, like we said briefly earlier, you know, I, I don't have a big, uh, school background. You know what I mean? I didn't finish high school. I didn't graduate high school. I didn't get a GED. I don't have any degrees. Uh, my only degree is I tell people, a twenty-two dollar food handler's card. That's the, <laughs> that's the best degree I got. You know what I mean? And that degree took me far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. That degree did did a lot for me, man. But um, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm truly thankful and I'm honored, man. I appreciate y'all bringing me on so we can uh, tap into a you know the life of the wingman and people to know you know who I am. I'm excited for that, man. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I gotta get my. You just remind me. Check. I gotta get my food hands covered. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Every three years, man. Two dollars, bro. That's, that's the only degree I got. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy, man. But I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful, man. Nah, man. That, that's wild, man. So, so you say, you know, no degrees. You know, you you got to where you you got to where you were. What was that spark? That started the wingman. You feel me? What, what was it? Just you know, were you sitting down one day? You were just like, you know what? I'm I'm really good at this wings. I got this. You know what? Well, what was your spark that that kind of led you to where you like start this journey, man? So, um, 2016 was when I first started my first business, and I was doing Italian ice, and it's kind of like like sherbet, like a um, it's like a sorbet, right? Okay, yeah. So. I uh, got linked up with this company. My kids played uh, AAU basketball. And we go to these tournaments, and I see this Italian ice set up with the tent and the freezers and stuff. And then I got uh, younger kids, too. So, you know, my younger one, oh, daddy, I want some ice cream. That's all they, they see, ice cream. All right, cool, we'll get some. And we snack some cups, and then I taste it. And I'm like, dang, what is this? Like, this is, this is good. 
So then going to these tournaments frequently, you know, I find myself at this Italian ice booth a lot. And I'm like, yo, we spending a lot of money on these cups, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, Jared Williams, that was a gentleman who owned that. And I remember talking to him, and I was like, hey, man, you didn't you didn't got me for, for my pockets a little bit, you know what I mean? I was like, how you start one of these? And he said, oh, you, you look in the franchise? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, I can show you how. And I was like, yeah, let's meet up. So I met up with Gerald. And I mean, at most, man, that the cost to start that business was like $2,500. Oh, damn. Uh, I'm not even lying. I was really? just, I mean, I had to buy a deep freezer. I didn't get everything brand new. You know what I mean? I got yeah. stuff used. Like, I didn't need to have it brand new. So deep freezers, canopy, business cards, cups, spoons, napkins, and then, you know, the initial product cost me like 2500 bucks, And I remember my first pop-up, I actually started with business partners. We made $233. It was the best $233 I ever made because <laughs> I didn't have nobody breathing down my neck. You know, what you doing? Why you ain't did this yet? You know, go to break. Come on, break's over. And I was like, I was, I was burnt out with that. And those two business partners didn't crack. Like it, it was, it went south fast, and I'm glad it did. I stuck with it. Um, I had a seasonal product that was doing good in the summertime, and then I was um, fundraising for schools. But around like October, that was around the time like I'll have like you know the last event, and then I'm just back to my nine to five. So I was like, you know what? I can't quit my job on a seasonal product because I need something year round. And that's when I decided to do food. But I didn't start with wings. I started with Santa Maria style barbecue. And me and my boy Will, because <laughs> my kids were familiar with AAU. So we used to go to this location in Garden Grove called The Map. So it was yeah. a big facility, baseball. I mean, not baseball, but uh, volleyball, um, basketball. It was huge. And it was like big old warehouse had like eight courts. So when they hosted tournaments, like they hosted good tournaments. I'll never forget him. I called Will. I was like, hey, Will, I got this spot in Garden Grove. Hey, you want to go cook? He was like, yeah. All right, bet. Got off the phone with him. He didn't even know. Like, I didn't even have nothing set up. <laughs> you were just like, I, I was just it. like, hey, just a, so a faith talk I right called, there. I called um, the guy that was over scheduling. Hey, man, me and my, my guy, man, we got this barbecue business, and we want to know if we can get some dates. Mind you, bro, we've never done it at, like, we've never done it. I just knew, like, hey, there was an opportunity. We'll figure the rest out yeah, along the way. You got to talk your way so into it. So they gave us dates. We did uh, dry rub ribs, mm. tri-tip, mm. smoked mac and cheese, smoked baked beans. We did bacon wrap, chicken, uh, chicken links, mm. and chicken quarters. We had a little Weber, a little Weber, like, hey, you got the house. But we were feeding hundreds of people. I don't know how, bro. Like, when I talk about that story, I think about when they said Jesus fed 5,000 with two fish and, and, and uh, five, uh, five loaves and two fish. I don't know how we did it, but we did it. That's wild. That's I, wild. I mean, we get up 5 in the morning, head out there, start cooking. We didn't start serving until, like, 10 a.m. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, them ribs take, like, three hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Damn. we was doing it, so... When that happened, I was like, dang, we got something good. Um, and I was on the, the the path to be like, okay, I'll be able to quit my job because I got something that's year-round now. 
Mm. Um, I met a guy uh, doing an event. Me and Will got, we was doing his church. And we didn't know the, the pedigree of this church. And when we got there, we sold out in an hour and a half. In the event, we still had like four hours to go. <laughs> we were sold out. We didn't know the church was that big. It had a lot of members. We had no idea. So we sat there. You know what I mean? And there was a guy next to us serving pizza pretzels. And I just talked to him. And then I got linked up to where he was going to show me, like, how how he get down in the events that he has. So I ended up giving Will that account. And I went off with this dude. And he taught me how to make pizza pretzels. And then... um so what do you call a concessionaire? So you know when you go to these air shows and dog shows and fairs and stuff like that, they're called concessionaires, right? So in hmm. that and in those kind of events, like these people have probably been doing these events. Like if you see like a fair pop up, right? That 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 uh, funnel cake vendor has probably been there for ten years. You know what I mean? If they had a vendor in there selling tacos, he's probably been doing it since it's been happening so you had to get in where you fit in like you couldn't get they weren't looking for another taco vendor they weren't looking for another funnel cake vendor they've been there 10 plus years Mm -hmm. so you had to get in with a product that nobody was doing Mm. that's how i got in the door with doing pizza pretzels doing wings and sometimes doing burgers Mm -hmm. so that's how i got my foot through the door so now i'm doing these different events with him and it was going good i filled up my calendar every weekend I had a, had an event and I was getting burnt out because it was a lot of inventory to keep up with all these different products. Yeah. Burgers with the burgers is tedious because it's like I got to have pickles, onions, ketchup, mayo, mustard, you know, what I mean, the, the buns and then keep get them out the sun because they don't get hard. Like it's just, it was a lot. Right. And then I was doing pizza pretzels. That was the hold on. Let me pause. Like, these pizza pretzels. <laughs> Dude, it, let me tell me. Tell listen, me what's up. If if people are broke, it's a choice. It has to be a choice because there are so many ways out here to make money. It's ridiculous. We took Sam's Club's pe- um, pretzels. You can buy them by the case. Okay, you're talking sixty pretzels in there. All right. We took a foil sheet, sprayed it with some nonstick, flipped it upside down, threw cheese, pepperoni, sausage, jalapenos. Had a, a a pizza oven that we put in a, a regular a regular grill, right? When you have it at your home, like you attach to a propane, you stick that oven in there, let it heat up. You throw them pretzels in there, let them cook for about seven minutes, golden. Okay, I was selling these pretzels for like eight dollars a pop. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I'm like a fucking creative stoner. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm like, dude, like. Where there's a will, there is a way. So these these pizza presses was genius. I and I told him I was like, bro, I don't know how you came up with this. Yeah. But I thank you for giving me the juice because this is genius. Okay. <laughs> then we were already, already had deep fryer. So then another way is to take that pretzel, throw it in the fryer in the oil, two minutes, take it out, throw cinnamon on it, cinnamon sugar, throw cheese, throw. Whatever kind of seasoning you want. I mean, bro, there were so many ways I was, like, doing these pretzels. Killing the game. I was, I mean, killing the game. And it was so simple, right? So he showed me how to make these pizza pretzels. And then that's when I got in doing wings. And I only, I started off with four flavors. That's it. I just had the buffalo, the honey garlic parm. Back then it was sesame seed teriyaki. And then uh, the, the barbecue. And... What what sparked the wings 
I was burnt out with all this inventory. I'm like, dude, this is getting too much. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I want to just focus on one. I felt like, why, why master five when I could master one and be very good at that one? Instead of trying to master five different elements. I was like, nah, just give me one. So I chose to do wings. December 2019 was when I made that decision. I'm only going to do wings. Why? What started Wingman? It was actually a 20-year friendship down the drain. Oh, damn. Wow. Um, I had a friend. Twenty, We was 20 years plus in the game. I showed him how to start his wing business. Uh, he was in Bloomington. Showed him how to uh, get his business license. Got him linked up with the Restaurant Depot uh, to where he can get all his supplies. Um, had him do his whole DBA, you know, started mm-hmm. everything. And I got a call from him and he was like, hey bro, I wanna know if you wanna cook wings. And then I was like, bro, I've been doing this. I've been trying to get you to come out here, you know what I'm saying? So. I got him, got him started, and then uh, the money got in the way, bro. People, you know what I mean? Like, I always tell people, money don't change you. Money amplifies what's already inside you. Mm. But it don't change you. Because I was already you from jump. Mm. You just now had something to, to bring it out. So I got a call from him on a Monday. We were uh, on FaceTime. And Tuesday... I was supposed to go buy all the ingredients because he wanted to make the sauce. And I was like, I'm cool with that because then that takes a load off of me. He was like, so we were kind of like a partnership, right? He was like, but I want to make my sauce. I said, that's fine, bro. That's one less thing I have to do. Monday, we were on this FaceTime. And I could tell someone sitting right in his demeanor. And I'm like, something strange right now. You know what I mean? Uh Tuesday, I was supposed to meet with him so I can get all the ingredients for him to make the sauce because we were doing the pop-up on Wednesday. We had started with him coming to Redlands, doing it with me, and then from there, we started a location in Bloomington. So we were in two locations at once. Mm-hmm. We were under his name. He wanted to call it whatever, and I was like, I don't care, bro. Let's just get the bag. I don't care yeah. whose name it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I mean, let's just get the bag. So... Tuesday morning, 7.49. I'll never forget. Hey. Woke up and I see these long texts and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, bro. Um, I'm cool. It's like, things ain't been like, you know, whatever. And at first I wasn't saying nothing, but now, you know, I'm going to just do my thing and you just do yours. Damn. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, me... Bro, the 20-year friendship, I value more than the business. Facts. Okay? So what pissed me off was we was boys before we was business partners. You know what I mean? We was too deep in the game, bro, for you to feel like that and then just cut ties like that. You could have came to me and talked to me about whatever. And we could have resolved whatever issue you had. So to do it like that just showed me, like, I mean, this was you all along, so... I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Was there like something like another factor out there? Like someone else that might have been in his ear or something like that? Or was it just you guys? Nah, man. I just like some of the uh, key points was I remember I said I was already doing this before he called me. So 
some of those accounts had events and they called me. He was trying to do his own thing. So, of course, if I get a call for this event, I'm going to go do it. So he like, well, what about me? And I'm like, well, what about you? Like, I mean, I told you I already had stuff before, you know, you asked me to do this. Yeah. So you he funded his pop-ups and I funded mine. It's just that I was under his name that he wanted it to be called. Yeah. Okay, but... Which I'm, is still good, right? Yeah. Because the, the name's still getting out there. Right, name's still getting out there. But you're not losing anything because I'm funding the whole pop-up I have to go do, just like you are. So it went south, man. And, yeah, I was I was pissed. I was, I was real angry about that situation. Like I said, I value the friendship more than the money. Mm-hmm. The money didn't matter. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people chasing this bag... Brother, that bag don't mean nothing, man. This money don't mean nothing. I promise. So, when that happened, you know, it was kind of a. It could have. It could have went bad, bro. Like it could have went bad because I know the kind of temper he had, and I know me. That really could have went bad, but I'm thankful that it it didn't. Mm, thank um, God. But when it happened, you know, I went to I went on Instagram, bro. I was throwing. I was. Pfft, taking shots, bro. I mean, oh, you know, like, and then that's really like, at that point, I didn't have a name. I didn't have, I was just out here doing pop-ups. I didn't have anything tangible as far as like a a presence of like the name. And I I didn't have nothing. You know what I mean? And at that point it was like, well, now what I'm going to do, because I've changed, I've taken, I take his name off of this and I'm trying to change the whole IG I was like, well, what am I going to call it? <laughs> I didn't have nothing to call it. And then I, I was like, hey, the wingman. So, but first what I did was I, I went on the internet and started searching stuff about wingman to see if anybody else, like, had, you know. that. And then I couldn't just use the wingman because the wingman is pretty, like, common, even if it's not pertaining to wings because the essence of what, what a wingman is, you know, how wingman got, you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. Right? True. So, I was like, man, Wingman Redlands. Because I'm like, I'm in the city of Redlands. I might as well. And then that's how it started. And and it was available. Nobody had the name Wingman Redlands. So I ran with it, right? Um, putting Redlands behind it is what, like, catapulted everything. Redlands support. They do. Redlands yeah. support, dog. Like, and that's what would really, like, drove a lot of people to be like, wait, what's this? Because if you in Redlands and... You know, people are like, I know everything in Redlands. Hold on, you know what I mean? Like, so putting Redlands behind it really, like, took it to the next level. Um, that's how I came up with the name, by going through that 20-year, you know what I mean? Like, having that bridge burnt is how Wingman started. That's crazy. So it's just, like, kind of through the ashes of, of like, that friendship and, yeah. that, and that part of your, your journey, like, this is what came out of Yeah. That's when, cool. on the bio, I put, I might not be that guy. But I'll be your wingman because his last name was Guy. Oh, <laughs> damn! His, his last name was Guy, so I put like like I might not be that guy, but I'll be your wingman. Like oh. I'm telling you, bro, <laughs> was, I was taking shots, yeah. bro. Like, it was like tw- Twitter fingers was activated. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I was taking shots, man. But and then to the point to where I mean, I was using all his hashtags. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, oh, you gonna feel this, dog? I started using all his hashtags and. He, I remember him hitting me up like, bro, can you stop using my hashtag? Because if, if they see it, like, your stuff is popping up. I was like, no. That's all I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, 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 did this take a hit? Like, once you were on your own? Huh? Did, did this take a hit once you were on your own? 
Not really, bro. Nothing. His his business was growing, right? Mm-hmm. And and I knew because like there was this like I mean I was pissed, bro. For a while I was pissed, so I was like watching his gram, looking at things, and he was growing. But one thing I never hated his growth. Mm, never. Yeah. He was growing, and I was like, I'm happy for him. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see him for maybe like five, six months when it, when it happened. And I used to tell myself, like, dang, I'm, I'm going to see this dude one day. I know it. And I just I didn't know what was going to happen when I did see him. And the day I did see him, I walked right past him like I didn't know him. I knew that dude. Like, I mean, we was boys for 20 years, man. I walked right past him like I didn't know him. And then he seen me, and he was like, hey, what's up? And I kind of gave him like a, to, like, I mean, like, yeah. like you want me to say, yeah. right? you feel me? So he was like, how's business and everything? I'm just like, good. <laughs> like, that's what I, you know, just very dry. Because I, I, I can't be fake, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, I feel that. He asked another question, and then I just went in. I was like, bro, I'm not going to talk to you like that did not just happen, like. I'm, it's not cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. What you did, and, and then we talked about it at that point, and he was trying to plead his case, or whatever. But I was just like, you know what? I remember saying, "Hey, I wish you the best, bro. I, I wish. I hope your business grows. I hope you're successful. You feel me?" And that was it. And um, you know, till this day, like, I meant it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never threw shade on him. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people that would come to the pop up and be like, "Oh, uh, it's a spot in Bloomington called That Guy's Wings." And I, every time I'll be like, yeah, man, he make good wings. If you're ever in the city, go try him out. Yeah. Mm. And then I had people coming to, to me that, that rock with me and go try him. And I, I would hear the total opposite. You know, one of my good customers was like, yeah, bro, we went and tried him. And um, I told him, you know, oh, you should go to Wingman. Oh, we don't speak that name over here. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like that? Like, okay, right. like that? Damn. Yeah. Like, it could have got bad, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I remember doing an event, and I remember he pulled up right in front of my tent, bro. Like, music loud and just trying to, like, you know, like, boast on me and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, man, here we go. Like, you know, but I, like I said, I, I never threw shade on that man. Uh, I always told people, you know, if you're ever in his city, go try him, man. He makes good wings. And I think that's the reason why... Um, I remain successful because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't throw nothing negative on people. You, no, you can remain humble. Like, yeah. You're still humble. There's, there's a lot of money in this world and it's really enough for everybody. It's mm-hmm. just how much do you want to obtain? You know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's, it's out here and there's no reason for anybody to be fighting. Never. There's, there's no point. You're, you're, we're never in competition and that's, people don't understand that. You're never in competition. And they like, how do you feel? I said, how many times have you been to the grocery store? Yeah, I go a lot. Go down the bread aisle. What do you see? Every brand known to man in one aisle. All of them sitting right there in front of your face. And what do you do? Uh, you either going to go for the, 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 the State of Brothers brand or you're going to go for, you know what I'm saying, Sara Lee. But they all right there. Yeah. You the the bread companies are like, well, I don't want my bread on the same aisle as them. I want to no. all of them go to the same yeah. aisle and stack the bread. Mm-hmm. There's no competition, yeah. man. 
People don't understand, like, you're never in competition with anybody. I would say, man, I stay in my lane. I do my thing, bro. That's it. And if everybody would have that mentality, man, we'd be way better off. I think a culture that, that's like a... When you're like in your field, like I feel like in any field, like when you're trying to like establish like just people with like mindedness, like that's hard to do because always that competitive, that ego that wants to come in exactly. and be in a competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. So just trying to establish a culture of, or just trying to establish a culture of uh, just like, uh, like, like, oh, we can all eat. Like yeah. we can all eat. Like we're all trying, we all have the same mission. Like we all want to put food on the table. We all want to have a good, meaningful life. Like we can all do it together without, like you said, taking shots. Like, oh, I got to with that person or. No, I'm with that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard to do with that. Like that's the hard part to do, or where it become like, oh yeah, like you know what, I can do better. Like oh, exactly. Like, it's just like no, like if you guys all just let each other eat, like you'll be surprised what the humbleness will do. Because mm-hmm. like you said, when people go see you and they they hear that, they're like, no, I like that guy. Like he was really cool, like genuine, humble about it. Like I want to go back there because they want to get that same feeling. The product is probably great, but when when you go somewhere, it's how you feel. How like, mm-hmm. that, that place, how those people make you feel, yeah. that keeps you going back there. Yeah. You guys heard of Wing Zone and Wing Mentone? No, I haven't. Right? They just opened up. Now, when they first, they came into the shop one day. Let me tell you about this story real quick. <laughs> Wing Zone comes to the shop, and I'm a nut, bro. When I, I'm a nut. I be clowning all the time. I see them come in, and I see Wing Zone on the shirt, right? I wish I would have pulled the cameras up and pulled the, the tape so I could have posted it, because you hear me go, Oh, what the ops doing in here? Like, out of nowhere, right? I was like, and what the ops coming here for? And then, like, the the guy that wasn't the owner, he was like, oh, we're coming to uh, get some Jamaican food. I was like, yeah, sure, right? (laughs) I'm a nut, bro. But I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm just clowning with y'all, man. Welcome in, you know. He did get some jerk food because I think he was, like, vegetarian. And then the other guy, the owner of Wing Zone, he was like, nah, yeah, one of my staff said she used to work here. And she said, your wings were good. And I was like, so you're trying to come see the competition? <laughs> and he was laughing. I'm like, I'm just playing, man. Welcome in. So he got some wings. He's like, oh, they're good and everything. And he was like, man, come by the shop. One, you know. And I did. I came by the shop, supported, got some wings. Um, but the funny thing is, there's a guy who does, like, content and, you know, promotes businesses in the IE. Um, he did a video with, with that guy and promoted his, his business. Um and immediately, bro, like, all my supporters started going in. Like, wingman, you're going to let this ride and all this other stuff. Like, you know. And, bro, I, for, like, five days, I was like, man, what am I going to say? Like, I have to say something because for people to understand. But I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to articulate it. And then about on the fifth day, I was like, I said, listen, you guys. I said, this man got a, a household that he has to provide for just like me. I said, I do appreciate y'all love supporting how y'all feel about my wings, but that man got to eat too. You know what I mean? So I said, just do do us both a favor and just support small businesses. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That is the kind of mentality like we need everybody to have. You feel me? Like everybody can eat, man. But if you go on there like, yeah, my wings better than yours, man. Y'all wings is trapped. Like for what, bro? At the end of the day, there's going to be somebody that's that don't rock with my sauce, they're going to go over there and love that sauce. Yeah, it happens. But I've been doing wings for not like a very long time. I still meet people every day in the city of residents that ain't never heard of Wingman. Mm-hmm. That's true. That was the main reason why I stopped 
when when I was remember I said I was doing all these events and I got burnt out, right? I was coming down the two ten freeway one day, eastbound, and I was like, Hey, how many people live in Redlands, California? <laughs> Population was crazy. And I'm like, why am I traveling to Long Beach, to Carson, to Inglewood, to why am I going out here to all these other cities? When they don't even know me in Redlands. And and I'm like, and you tell me all these people live out here? Yeah, <laughs> I said, man, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing. Because, like I said, still to this day, I actually ran into a friend, a childhood friend. I ain't seen her since I was like, man, probably like 10. Ooh, right? Like that. And and I, I'm not good with names all the time, but I, I'm, I won't forget the face. I seen her coming from a distance and I was, I was in a gas station and she came in and when she got to that door, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And I was like, you step over here. And I was like, dude, you can't be talking to people like that. But she like, she did. She stopped. She, she went to the side and I was just like, dude, you can't come at people like that. Yeah. But I said, hey man, I remember you. I said, I don't remember your name. I just remember my grandma and your mama was tight. And when I said that, she goes, Jamal? And I'm like, that's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, she's been living in Redlands since 2018. Oh, damn. This just happened maybe four weeks ago. Wow. She ain't never heard of Wingman. Damn. That's why I'm like, I was like, yeah, we got a little spot out here, man, selling wings. She was like, for real? What did it look like? I showed her. She was like, dang, I ain't never seen this. Never. And that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, the market is crazy. It's so yeah. many people to reach. Mm-hmm. It is so many people to reach. There is no reason for people to be fighting ever, bro. Is it is is that one thing you you will tell a lot of entrepreneurs, people that that are trying to sell a product or whatever that are reaching their hands out, trying to travel far? You know, like oh, I gotta go to L.A. because that 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 that's where you know I can make the most money, or I gotta go to this place. Is that something you would tell them? Which is own your own turf first, meaning like 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 if your area is something that you can really provide for, like Redlands wants for you, is that something you would encourage other people to do to really, you know what I'm saying, kind of like own your own city first in essence? I can share that story with them, but that don't mean it might work for them though. Mm. They, it might work for them to go out there and get that publicity in LA mm-hmm. because don't get me wrong, LA be cracking. It does. <laughs> it, it does. But everybody don't want to go out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did my first event in L.A. two Sundays ago. It was called the Hot Water Cornbread event. It was oh, a- I heard about that. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Bro, we got to go next month. Like, uh, yeah. well, well, said, they, they keep doing it? Every month. And that oh. was only the second one. I mean, I heard it was probably about 3,000 people out there. <sighs> like that. Bro. <laughs> okay. Y'all got girlfriends and married? This man, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He I'll did. be the wingman. Woo! <laughs> 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 Bruh, when I say that was, it was cracking. Oh my gosh. Like, but I've never done an event in LA. You feel me? So, but now I was like, whoa. The, the networking out there is crazy. I'm like, okay, oh, it's crazy out there. Okay, I've okay. seen a bunch of like the the TikTok influencers and stuff. There's a lot of them out there. Uh, what's that uh, rapper name? D Smoke. Oh yeah, D Smoke. D Smoke was out there. Oh, the, yeah. okay. Bro, I mean, I'm I'm sitting there with it, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what? 
What? All y'all on here? I'm like, yeah. 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 I was like, dang. Like, you feel me? There was this one, um, there was this one girl. She's she's big on TikTok. I don't remember her name, but I heard her voice. I was sitting down in my tent and I heard her voice. She was ordering wings, bro. And I didn't, you know, I ain't no thirsty dude. I ain't gonna be like, hey man, you know, shout me out. Like, yeah. I don't ever do that, bro. Like, I'm, whatever happens, happens. I'm just, I was grateful that they was coming to buy wings. Yeah. You feel me? So I, I don't ever do none of that. Um, but I heard her voice and I was just like, oh, wait a minute. I, I'm like, oh, snap. And I was like, dang, yeah, but they all out here, man. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? But like I said, bro, that, that might work for them because it is a huge network opportunity out there. You feel me? So they might need to get to, to more people more than taking the route I did. It was kind of slower. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I'm just trying to target residents, but the, I would say the influence wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like it is in LA, there's mm-hmm. a huge influence in LA. You know what I mean? Out here, it's just I ain't saying like we just we we nobodies, but it's just the the, the average show. It's just the normal it's life. It's, it's more just like a, like a, a small like business more yeah. than it is a grand scale. Yeah, yeah, so that it might work, it might not. You feel me? So, like I say, bro, everybody don't have the patience too. You gotta have patience. Mm-hmm. My first pop up, I just knew. I knew the city was gonna come out. I was like, "What? I mean, I'm, hey, y'all, pull up, man. I'm over." I was doing deep fried Oreos, wings. I was doing all kind of oh, stuff, man. right, bro? I had like three, four, five hundred followers on Instagram, and I was like, hey, "I'm over here, quick pick redness, man. Y'all come out." Nobody came out. Really? Nobody came out. I sat out there for four hours. I had three customers, all from people that like had just walked by. What's this? And I was just like, huh, I'm just trying to sell some food. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little discouraged because I mean, nobody came out. Mm-hmm. Not one person. I thought my friends, family, I thought, I, once Dang. I post on the ground, that, like three, four, five hundred, five, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. No, not one person came out. Mm. I made $33. Mm-hmm. And was like, all right, come back next week. Next week, I made $100. Still, not, not nobody came out. Then, but it was the consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's what people might not have. You feel me? Like I was consistent. Every Wednesday I was in that liquor store parking lot. You feel me? Every mm-hmm. Wednesday. And still to this day, people think that it's, you know, it's grown. It has. I still get, hey man, I've been watching your ground for like a year. Brad, what, why does it take you a whole year to come get this week? Like, a whole year? Like, I get people all the time come in. Like, yeah, man, I've been following your account, man, for like six months. Bruh, I said, life is really hard out here. Like, I've got people in a chokehold, bro. Like, they can't even get out. You know what I mean? Like, I said, wow. Like, but yeah, I hear it all the time, man. Like, yeah, I've been following you for a while. Yeah. Like, bro, why? Like, it took that long, but yeah, it happens. You know me, me and Chella were just joking about this uh, for this podcast. Like, well, we've been probably going at it fucking cool like year and a half now, yeah. and like there'll be people I'll be like, yeah, I've been like I've been seeing you guys post your podcast, and all of a sudden like they just started following it. They're like, yeah, you guys have been doing it for a while. It's like, yeah, yeah, you've been listening, but yeah. you, you just clicked the follow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you, bro. And they're gonna do that. Oh, yeah. oh they watching. Everybody watching, bro. They're mm-hmm. watching. You know what yeah, I mean? that's what I, they're watching you close. There's people that I would have never, you know, would have thought, and then I hear like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I heard, I saw that video." Like, wait, what? Like, oh, they they watching. 
People love to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They might not come support you, but they're going to watch to see what's going on. Mm. And I used to always say, either they, they either watching to see if you're going to fall or you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Why people love reality TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, well, that's why I can't keep up with social media. I can't. I can't keep up with it, man, because as much that, like, you have to be, this will consume you. Mm-hmm. It will consume me, bro. And I realized, like, you know what? I'm done, bro. I'm not, I'm not finna try to, like, have this crazy social media. I can't keep up with the post. I can't keep up with it. I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool, man. And, I mean, a lot of the business doesn't come from Instagram and social media. Yeah, we do get business, but at the same time, bro, it's like, I can't keep up. All the posts and the stories and the this, and I'm like, bruh, I'm, I got payroll, I got inventory, I got kids, I got life, I, I can't keep up with all that. Yeah. You feel mm. me? And then, you know, that's, that, I'm noticing the trap, bro, like, that's how they get you, because, you know, they always say, it takes money to make money, I get it, but, like, I don't want to be having to pay out all this stuff to have somebody run my social media. Mm, you feel yeah. me? Especially if it's not even gen- like if it's not uh, generating residual, then there's no point. Yeah, mm. I'm paying this for nothing. Then if it's not creating residual, if, if if I'm paying you to do that, and that's not creating a residual away from what I'm doing in the, in, in the uh, restaurant, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to be paying you to do anything. So, and that's what's interesting too. And like, this is like where my mind's kind of turning now because, uh, like, Facebook, like Instagram, all that stuff, they were doing, they you were making money off of posts now, but then they changed it. Yeah. So now it's like the only way you can really make money is if you're uh, subscription based. Yeah. But you have to have 10,000 followers to even get that. So, like, you don't have to, you can't even do that. But what's cool is um, Twitter and then YouTube. They just kind of like revamped like how all creators or content creators get paid out. So there's actually a good amount of money for like small creators to the opportunity to make money on those platforms now. Mm-hmm. And you're making residuals. So like if you're posting and like you were like you have like a thousand people that are engaged interacting with your posts, like they, there's potential ad revenue there now. True. So it's interesting, but yeah, no, I get you 100 percent because like on Instagram, where there's no money. No. There's like no money unless unless you're a big account. There's no money. Yeah. There's none. Yeah, they played me, man. Because even when I could monetize, like, they wasn't giving me no views, bro. And I felt like we was putting out good content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys know uh, Gary V? Yeah. Bro, I remember he was just like, just post good content. Don't worry about the followers. Don't worry about the likes. Don't worry about none of that. Just post good content. I felt like we was posting great content and getting 2,000 views. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like, bro, for real, like, the algorithm is stupid, and I don't have time to try to figure it out. Yeah, I'm, they can have it, bro. Like that's what y'all want. Go like, ahead. Instagram like, is the most annoying. Yeah, crowd. I believe mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool on all that, bro. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> what? What's some of the best feeling for you, baby? Because I feel like you know you're, you're serving these people food. You know, you get people from all over, or whatever. You know, um, how is that feeling? You know, when somebody does c- c- come and tell you. Uh, hey, look! I was rocking with you before, whatever, but but now that I'm, I'm I'm finally here, you know, I'm here to stay. And then you you see those loyalty members, you know, the ones that consistently come. How does that feel from you from a success standpoint? To where you're like, wow, I I really do have people rocking with me for years, or I really have this person really coming with me every week now. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that feel from you for for those types of people? You know, the ones that's really consistent, really here now. I mean, the the thank you is like, it's not enough. You know what I mean? I can't really, it's not enough, man, to to put into into like 
the fact that these people, I said before, like, dude, I'm, I'm honored because these people can go and spend their money anywhere. Mm. Anywhere. And I feel like this, too, because I'm even iffy on where I spend my money because, you know, I, I work hard, like the next man. So the fact that people come consistently, bro, like every week or twice a week, sometimes, like, I've seen people come, like, on our pop-up days, I've seen people come every day at a pop-up. Oh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I'm just like, bruh, like, you had the wings three days in a row. That speaks volume. That does. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it shows, and what I say about being consistent is, you know, the, I'm making these sauces every day. You know what I mean? Like, to to be consistent in that, too, because that's what they're, that's what grabs them. Like, when they come in January, and if they don't come until December, when they bite that wing in December, I want to take them back to January. Mm. You know what I mean? So I want them to feel the same way they felt every single time they bite that wing. And and that shows consistency within myself. And I'm, I'm grateful for that because, I mean, it got to the point to where when I first started off, I was measuring everything. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, <clears throat> yeah, I need this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't hey, that's measuring nothing, it, bro. bro. Hey, like, that's a love you feel it, me? Bro. I've been doing it so long now. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. You feel me? Like, so it's crazy, bro. Nah, whenever I go on eat somewhere, like you could tell, like, oh, they made this one so well. Like, that's man, awesome. like, like I love that. It's the heart, man. I really appreciate it. Well, I really appreciate people, my friend, like. They can spend their money anywhere, bro. Like, the fact that they come to spend, spend their money with me, man, man, it's an honor, bro. For real, it's an honor. Like, I'm very grateful because, I'm, man, they can go. <laughs> you know how many places you can go to eat? Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy, right? There's so many spots out here. There is. No, there so is. many spots, bro. Like, so I'm, I'm it's it's a warming feeling, bro. I just, I'm grateful, bro. I can't really, like, I'm, I'm just grateful, man. Like, that, that speaks volume. I like that, man. And if, and if for me personally, because like I said, um, I'm I'm one to where a lot of people, especially me, they've heard about you. Yeah. But now, especially with this podcast or everything else, you know, I know quite a few people out there that are going to be visiting you this week and everything else. And then after the podcast, we're going to tag in his Instagram. You know, he'll have all, all of where his location is and everything else like that, because we really do got to rock with you because... I truly love that. You know, like, like I said, as, as somebody that's not only played football around here, we from out here. All of us are. We from Redlands. And when, when, when you popped up, like I said, I just remember on Instagram, when you when you first popped up, I was like, wingman. And then all my people were going. I'm talking <laughs> every high school. They, wingman's good, bro. You need to try these wings. So I, I remember one time, one of my little friends, man, she went ahead and, and got me a little six piece of that Buffalo, man. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was at work. She brought it to me. I remember eating this. I was just like, I'm going. That's what's up, I'm going man. personally. That's well, what's no, up, what, what's funny is you uh, had a couple pops at South Made, so I was I was, I was yeah. the there, yeah. And it was always funny because whenever they were I was sitting end. here wondering, like, I'm like, this dude look familiar. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't seen this dude yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So whenever, well, yeah whenever we do the events, uh, I'd be like, Hey, you gonna get a wingman? And they're like, I think so. And I'm just like, All right, cool. Because I already yeah. knew. I already knew. Whenever he would show up, I'll be yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be stacking some wings and your fries too. Your fries, <laughs> Don't sleep on the yeah. fries. Yeah. I, you know what, bro? I, I don't envy people that work out. I need to work out. But I'm telling you, bro, I was just like, 
these dudes come out the gym smacking ten pieces. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. bro, like, oh, this is the funny part was we did a deadlifting competition. Yeah, and uh, I remember we came out. Yeah, I, I came out afterwards. I was like, I'm gonna need some wings. I'm like, what the heck, bro? I smell the wings and gain five pounds. Yeah. These dudes come out the gym just. I mean, bro, they was smacking. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck, bro? Hey, macros, yeah. man, <laughs> no macros this, this is crazy. I was like, yeah, y'all got it, man. Y'all got it. I, but they were smacking the wings straight out the gym. I, yeah. I, it would defeat the purpose. If I went and worked out and ate wings after, yeah. I shouldn't even worked out. You know what I mean? But it, man, it don't phase them. Yeah. Six was pack was good. eating them dang wings up, bro. <laughs> Calf muscles like, this ain't nothing, bro. <laughs> Breaking down to meat. You know what I'm saying? Like, they like, oh, went some cardio afterwards. They were like, "All right, I got, I got to knock this out real quick." <laughs> oh no, man, I'm I'm tapped out after weeds. If you want me to do anything physical, you better oh, two crazy. hours from now. Crazy. No, yeah, that was like, that was one of my favorite parts. of It was because you were always there. They'd be like, "All right, let's go. Uh, let's go get some food." And I was like, "All right, let's yeah. snatch some wings." It was crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And at first, I was just like. What kind of party you having at a gym? Yeah. We have a deadlift party. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? You feel like, I said, oh, y'all really about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all come here just to deadlift? Like, yeah. man, they was not playing. It was not playing. No, that was one of the better ones, too. I remember yeah. getting, we had a really good turnout for that one. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was cool. Yeah, I was like, damn, all right. Deadlift. Yeah, what was the, what was the, um, the, top, the top number? Bro, I think... Uh, Someone got like 600, I think. Okay. I think someone got 600. I remember, uh, I think it was five plates and like a 25 on your side. Gosh. Five plates is, uh, I think, 495. Because four plates is 405. Okay. Five plates is 495. So, yeah, there was 600. Or no. Yeah, it was, it was like, it, yeah, 495. So, with the 25, that would be 530. Uh, 535. Or 545. I got my mathematicians right here. Yeah. They just, it'd be 535 on the bar. Yeah. That's the why not only you do this, you know, you are a family man, you know, but more than that, you're a community man. Uh, on, on one of your latest posts on your Instagram, you know, you, you were showing up a kid, man, that that little kid was rocking with you. <laughs> I won't fall. You know, he, he yeah. was all in it, you know, but that's just a little piece of the bigger you, which is what I like to call community pillars. Community pillars are people within the community that help push a positive message forward. It's not just food you're feeding, you know, you're feeding people happiness to the soul. There's there, there's all types of food, there's spiritual food, you know, there's a lot of things. And I feel like for you, you're issuing that new age because I, I know for me growing up, I, I had the donut shop. It was, you know, yeah. to a lot of kids, you're their donut shop. You're a place that my parents can go to, look, hey, it's mama, it's Friday, I'm gonna go to Wingman, mama, you know, I, I got good grades. So how does that overall affect you two are today as to your impact to the community, to the kids? How, how, how is that for you? Like, like explain to the, to the viewers there how, how important that is to you. Man, I want to say first, bro, you, that perspective that you just gave me was deep, man. To like, because me growing up, I remember them donut shop trips, man. I was just telling somebody, 
the best apple juice in the world is Martinelli's apple juice. Martinelli's, okay. <laughs> and that little, that little apple juice that my mom would always grab me from the donut shop. I was just telling somebody about that story, man. So that kind of, that gave me a chill, bro, because I never looked at it from that perspective. Like, dang, for somebody to look at Wingman like how we look at the donut shop in our childhood, that's bro, that's deep. Hey, <laughs> hold on, I was like. I got you, Dang, brother. That was deep. Wow. That hits, man. Dang, that hits. Wow, that's crazy. Um, dang. That, that got is you, crazy, bro. Because wow. that, that, that's, uh, and, and like I said, I, I just want to make this point here. That's just the truth, though. But that's the other side that a lot of small businesses don't understand. That's why a lot of people quit. That, that, you know, when you look at it from that other perspective, meaning I I am a lot of these people's, mm-hmm. you know, first. I I am their childhood. Like I said, and, and especially nowadays, it's so very hard for children to have a childhood. Well, well what is a lot of children's, you know, go-to place? Some of them is at the crib home because they, they, that's their life. They yeah. stuck on a tablet. Well, what are they really going out for now? Some of them mm-hmm. don't want to play sports no more. Some of them don't want to go to the grocery store with their mama. Yeah. But some will for dang sure get them six piece buffalo wings wow. with some dang fries. Yeah, Steve, man, wow. That's just you know, and yeah. then, and and, and the, the, that's how I feel like we'll give you that extra push or anybody from that matter for any down day. Mm-hmm. Come on now, baby. This yeah. is that's the bigger picture that I love to see. So, like I said, I want to say that to you because that's how I've always felt, and that's how other people feel too. Yeah, man. Like I said, you might give that to you, man. man. I was getting deep today, man. Man, I got it. It all came from the soul. Come in, baby. I was deep, bro. You know, but you know, um, I think when when you really do things from the heart, though, um, a lot of people, um, they try to do community work because they just want to be seen. Mm. Just to say that my business, oh, yeah, we we did this. We partnered with this. We did. But the motive is wrong. The Mm. motive ain't pure. And I think that's what's different. That's what set me apart from a lot of these uh, business owners that um, they're just pushing for the publicity just to build the money. Um, I'm really pushing from a place, you know, I'm pushing from a struggle. I'm really pushing from, you know, my childhood, what I went through. Mm-hmm. I was in a single family home. You know, my mom bust her tail, you know, to to make do um, to for her kids to have the best, you know what I mean? Abusive relationships. I see my mom jaw get broken, you know, being mm. abused by um, the men, you know, saying that she was with um, me and my. I got two sisters, so all, between the three of us, we all don't have the same dad. You know what I mean? And I watched my, I don't know mine's at all, so I can't even really speak on that one. But, you know, to watch my, my younger sisters, you know, their dads abuse my mom. Mm. Um, and then for me to be, in an abusive home, um, you know, I, I, I shared this story with my kids when I told them how uh, I was beaten, and I think I was like eight years old, something like that. And this this grown man, you know, put his whole body on my chest, and and my arms were like, you know, where he sat on me, bro, sat on my my chest, and I couldn't block him, and he just kept pounding my head, you know, what I mean? he just he just going in. I remember that, so it's tough, bro. Like I'm, I'm really coming from not allowing my my uh, my past to to hurt my future, you know, and not be a statistic, mm-hmm. not hold, you know, those things and hold a grudge and 
you know, feel like, forget life, forget, you know, everything I went through, you know, I, I excelled over that. And so that's that's the, the difference between me and that sets me apart is that I'm really doing this from the heart. I'm not doing this to be seen. I'm not doing this to be known. I'm doing this because um, I just genuinely care. Mm. And I think that's what, uh, at times, that's what had me hurt in life is because I, my heart is so big, people take my kindness for weakness. Mm. Um, and and they see that I am a giving person and that I'm willing to to do for you like I've known you all my life and I just met you. And they take that for granted because people don't express real genuine love. People don't know how to accept it because they've never been shown it. Um, so when it comes to the community and doing community work, I think that's the reason why we haven't really um, gotten so far is because we, we really coming from a genuine spot. We're not coming to be seen. You know what I mean? If I did community work and nobody ever knew about it, I'd really prefer that. Mm. You know, I, I I see a lot of videos, people feeding the homeless, but they recording it. And it's like, you know, yeah, we out here in the city. It's like, man, put that camera down, man. Like, do it from the heart. Yeah, actually, when, you, when you do it from the heart, you don't care if you're being seen. You know what I mean? It don't matter who's watching. And that's what matters to me, you know. And I think that's the great thing is that, man, y'all don't even know how much I've given. Y'all don't even really know how much I've done. And that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. The less you know, the more I feel. I, I'm, I'm good about that. Mm-hmm. Because I've done a lot of work. You know, I've given, but nobody knows. You know, the selective stuff you see on social media, that's, I mean, my social media manager, she just, she's like, you know, let's do this, let's do this. And I'm, I'm, I'm picky about what I do, you know what I'm saying? And I'm picky about what I put out because I, I'm not going to be seen as that person that's, you know, putting people on blast for their struggle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, look what I'm doing. I'm helping, nah, man, that, I'm not going to expose nobody like that because, you know, you, you don't know how that's going to affect them. You know what I mean? So I think, like, really coming from a genuine spot, man, like, that's that's the difference, bro. Like, we, we really got this out the mud. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We really got this out the mud, man. And we're not here to be seen. We're not here to flash. We're not here for none of that. If nobody ever knows what we do, like, it's perfectly fine. Because mm-hmm. I'm content with myself to know, you feel me? That's between me and God. I ain't got to tell nobody what I did. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I like that too because you see all the time. I don't want to say it's disingenuine because there, there is still good coming from it. Yeah. But like, I hate when people are like, oh, yeah, look what I did, or like, oh, look what I'm doing, or like, oh, I went to this. And it's like, okay, but like, why are you doing it? Are you doing it generally because you want to do it? Yeah. Or are you doing it because you want to get the reaction of the affirmation from doing it? Like a virtue signal. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, like, like, okay, like, I want, like, I'm doing it because I want to do it generally to help people. Mm-hmm. Or am I doing it because. I want the response. I want people to say, "Oh, look what I'm doing! Oh, I'm a good person." Like they want the affirmation. Oh, I'm a good person. That's like you know whether or not you're a good person. Yeah. You don't need someone. To, you don't need no justification. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I can share this story because I've asked him um, if I ever get into a position, would I be able to share it? And he told me um, I was okay to share it. And one day I was driving down uh, downtown Redlands, seeing a man with um, no socks barely had any clothes on um and i pulled up on him 
and I called him Satchimo. I don't know why I called him Satchimo, bro. That's my name I gave, right? And he, every time I see him in the city, bro, I'll just yell, Satchimo. And then he does this, like, high squeak voice, like, and we just connected. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I took him to the store and, you know, got him some socks and got him some clothes. And I was like, come on, we're going to go over here and go eat you hungry. And we went to Burgertown. Mm -hmm. And that man ordered his food. You know, we ate. We sat, we talked, and from that point forward, bro, when I say, like, we were brothers, you know what I mean? And um, I remember we used to set up at Badger Bowls, and he would come over there, and it would be times when he was like, you know, he'd be tripping, you know, and the ladies is in there, they, they kind of getting scared, but these people ain't used to this stuff because they ain't never connected with people on the street, you know, as what they are, and that's just human beings, mm. you know what I mean? They look at them, and they scare, and they run, and they think, like, it's like, hey, these are just these are just humans that just like they struggle with just a little harder than yours. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But they still people, you know. And um, every time I see that man, you know, he and he'll tell anybody around, and he tells everybody the same story. You know, what I'm saying and he was like, this this is my brother, you know. And and we never like we never had to like publicly go on the gram or that day when I saw him, I didn't be like, man, look at this man. He down the street. He got no socks. Come on, man, we're going to get you some socks, man. We're going to get you some yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? You hungry? We're going to get something to eat. Like, we, nah, it wasn't. It's it's just genuine, bro. Like, yeah. people, everybody going through a struggle, man. Mm -hmm. Everybody. You know what I mean? I was taught that you either going through, about to go through, or just went through. That's everybody. Mm -hmm. Daily. You feel me? And but what sets you apart is like you say, bro. Like, what's the motive behind it? What's driving this? You feel me? Is it just for is it just for the gram? Just for likes? Just for clout? You feel me? Are you genuinely like just want to see people win? I just genuinely want to see people win, bro. Mm -hmm. Everybody that has come my way, like whatever game I got, I give it right back to them. I just genuinely want to see you win. You feel me? And I don't care if you grow more than me. Go yeah. get it, because maybe that's not where I'm supposed to be, and I'm fine with that. I don't need, I really feel like, bro, I don't need the million dollars. I don't want the attention. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to be like, oh, I don't want that target. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm taking care of my bills, my kids good, I'm happy. I'm not chasing millions of dollars, you feel me? If the business grows, it grows. But it's not something that I'm chasing. You know what I mean? If I don't make a million dollars, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I am perfectly fine with that. As long as my kids in good health, you feel me? We got, I, if they hungry, I can feed them. Mm -hmm. If they need a shower, the water will get hot. If they need anything, I can go do it. I'm perfectly fine with that, man. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Yeah. Like, we good. That's To me, that's success. People don't understand. I mean, I never forget when I heard a man say, you know, financial stability is being able to change all four tires at one time. That hit. I was like, oh, <laughs> that hit. Because I'm, I remember I like, hey, just, yeah, can you put that one in the front? And yeah. then put it like, I remember that. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. yeah, so. I'm there. That I'm like, bro, like that hit. When I heard that statement, financial stability is being able to change all four tires at one time. Mm-hmm. Man, if people just understand, bro, like, you good. You good where you at. If you want a little more, then stop spending your money. Save a little more. You feel me? Because I feel like there's nothing in life expensive. There isn't anything in life that's expensive. Because no matter who you are and no matter what your wage is, whatever you've wanted, you wouldn't get it. 
Mm. You make minimum wage, but you walk around with a Louis bag that you're talking about you paid $3,000 for. Mm. Well, how? Save the money. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't that it was expensive. You just had to prioritize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So life is about priorities. What's your priority? What you value? You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing like that's expensive. I, I mean, I heard a girl say, we was talking about hibachi. And I told her about a plate I bought. I was like, yeah, it had steak, chicken, and lobster tail. So ooh, how much was that? $48. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's expensive. It really isn't. No. Yeah, I'll pay for good food. Like when, I, when it comes to food, I'll pay for good really food. It's really not yeah. expensive. Mm-hmm. Carl's Jr. combo for a three-piece chicken tender is like $15. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And they still yeah. going by it. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you was going to spend 15 at Carl's Jr., say that three times over, go buy this hibachi plate. And yeah. you're good. you straight. You feel mm-hmm. me? But it's just how you prioritize life. Mm-hmm. It's convenience. People look at it as... Uh, but instead of looking at the long term, you look at the the now. Oh, what am I gonna do now? What am I gonna do now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's that's yeah. wild, man. Now for me, man, I want to transition over to our third topic real quick. Personal hobbies, man. I want I want I want people to learn a little more about you, man, and that's something you wanted to expand on a little bit. So Wait, what's the wingman got going on? Yeah, like, like I like, love shooting. Oh yeah? Yes. Okay, nice. I love to go shoot. Oh, my gosh. And before I really got into that hobby, I was offended because I went, I'm black male, y'all. Like, I still go through it every day. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, and I'm, I'm in the city of Redlands. I still deal with it every single day, yeah. okay? Um, I'm profiled. I'm frowned upon. I remember going to the 99 cent store in Redlands, walking past this car, and I heard that lady lock her doors. I still deal with that stuff every single day, you know what I mean? And it's prevalent in Redlands still. Mm-hmm. But I was offended because I went into this gun shop and um, I was looking to get a Springfield SD9, right? And I wanted the, uh, I wanted the compact three and a half inch barrel because mm-hmm. it was, you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't have it, but they had like the four inch barrel. And I was like, hey, can I see that gun? And... He was like, yeah, yeah, you can see it. And I was just like, yeah, um, actually, I don't want to buy this one. And he was like, you want to buy it? Yeah. Like, is that a problem? Yeah. Like, I ain't, gonna, I ain't got no money. Like, what you, yeah. what you, what you talking about? Like, That's kind of weird to question someone. If a customer that. come in and, like, yeah. did you sell guns, bro? Yeah. If a customer yeah. come so in like, and say, you don't want me to buy a gun? Actually, not, you want to buy something. Like, you, yeah. oh, you, you're going to actually perk, like, yeah, bro. Like, come on, man. Don't do that to me. And it was crazy because before that happened, I went in there one time and I was looking around and the guy goes, yeah, well, you know, this is an expensive hobby. And I'm like, well, what, is, what does that mean, sir? Yeah. I'm not going to have a customer come in here and say, yeah, you know, these wings are pretty expensive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, what? No, like ring him up. You feel me? Like, I'm not going to do Like, that's crazy to me, bro. But, it just shows, like, bro, people's, you know, I don't know, bro, but I, I love shooting, bro, and um, I don't, I like, uh, so I'll tell you, I got a little arsenal, bro. I got, I got, I, got, I did get that Springfield XD, right? <laughs> got I got a, a M&P Shield, um, and that one's compact, bro. That thing is a beast, bro. That thing, that has more kick than all my handguns. I got a SIG 229. Oh, 
Okay. Um, I have uh, a PC carbon. It's like a rifle that shoots nine millimeters. Oh, it's and it's okay. dope. And then I got a uh, I got a custom built Wingman AK. Oh, oh man. So, I, I gotta show y'all a picture. Like this, this like custom, thing, custom wingman, like bro, when I say this bad boy is Did no you get a sick video with it? Um I don't have a like, the wings and then the AK. Nah, you, know, you know what, bro? Nah, I don't have I don't have nothing, y'all, because I'm very like outside of wingman, bro, you won't see nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's good to talk about the yeah. stuff because you won't see nothing. I don't post videos. If you see me post a video of something I did, it probably was months ago. Okay, okay. Because I don't, yeah. I never post when I'm actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Never. I don't ever do that. You know what I mean? I ain't pin dropping nothing. Ain't nobody gonna yeah. know my location. So yeah. If you see anything that I post, bro, that was that's it's old. It's yeah, old. Right. It's old. Like, don't even like. You know what I mean? I got some clips. I went to a concert and uh Oh damn. So it says Wingman Revens on that side. And then uh has the the barrels painted and then on this side, on the top, it, it says never leave your wingman. Right there. The That's the whole Yeah. So these these are my boys at uh at Evolution Sport, man. They, oh Evolution? They, okay, yeah, cool. they did they did take thing on that one, man. Damn. So yeah, I, I love the shoe, bro. Like it's very therapeutic for me. Um, I love the bowl. The bowl? Yeah. If anybody wants to smoke, bro, let me know. Man, I, I love the bowl. I haven't bowled since high school. Yeah. I'm, and I want to go bowling. And the cold part, like, I've done bowling, like, as a child coming up, like, you know, here and there, a little whatever, right? For five months, I've been consistently bowling every week. Oh, damn. I play in the league on Sundays, and I play in the league on Monday night. And I take my kids every week. So when I say, like, I'm trying to be a problem, I'm trying to be a problem on them lanes. <laughs> I'm trying to be a problem, bro. Like, I'm already, I'm three balls in, bags, shoes, everything, bro. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, you got yeah. the setup. Oh, oh yeah. Setup, yeah. I got three balls. I just, the latest ball I got is a motive. And that thing is is a beast. So I got a hammer. Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, you're I'm, all, you're I'm committed, bro. Saying, yeah. I'm committed. Like, and I've always wanted to do it. My friend of mine, man, he called me. One of the guys had pulled out of the league. He was like, bro, you want to get in? I said, I'm there. Yeah. That day, bro, I went and bought a ball. I went and bought a bag. And I mean, trash, bro. I was trash. <laughs> like, and like I said, bro, I'm still like I could I go to tournaments. Um, I lose every tournament. <laughs> but I, I know this. Yeah. Like, I go knowing, like, yeah, but you're getting your reps. Yeah, like yeah, that's all I mean. Yeah. You feel me? And and I could I could go to a lane and just bowl some games, but I'd rather go compete because I'm a very competitive person. And the fact that I know I'm competitive and I know I'm gonna go lose is a problem. Yeah, that shows you like I know I'm gonna lose. That's how competitive like, I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna go compete with y'all, knowing I'm gonna lose, but I'm taking note. Of everybody here, and I'm I, I'm coming for you. Yeah, mm, I'm coming for studying. you. You feel me? I remember this this one guy. He don't even know I'm coming for him. Okay, <laughs> I I was in the uh, the the uh, the shop, the like the little pro shop at the bowling alley. When I first started off, I didn't know what size to get. I had a 14 pound ball, and somebody asked me, well, how, "What size is it?" I was like, "14." I heard that dude say, "14 pounds." I looked. Yep. Got you. I'm coming yeah. for you too. I was like, I'm coming for you yeah. too. I don't even know that dude. Yeah. I'm coming for you too. <laughs> so you know, now I have a 15 pound. Now, um, when I first 
you know, touch that 15 pounds. I was like, damn, this is heavy. This like to be throwing like I, th- I thought that was kind of heavy, but five months in, man, I ball lightweight now. Like oh, snap. coming down the lane, I was lightweight Smooth. now. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And and I mean, just getting my form. You feel me? Technique, release, like everything is just locked in, bro. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy it though. It's a lot of fun, man. That's and dope. When I go to the lanes, bro, people be seeing me. And, you know, it's good to just be out there with the community, man. We just, we bowl, we laugh, you know what I'm saying? And it's dope, bro. That's that's fun. That's real cool. Yeah, I really like bowling, bro. Like, I'm going to go pro. I'm going to go pro. All right, he's saying it now. He's putting it on the cast right now. He's going pro. And and the kind of pro that I'm going, like, I I don't need a lot. I just need me, like, one or two tournaments, and I'm good. But I'm going to go pro. I'm going to go pro. I'm going to compete. And I'm telling you, bro, I'm going to make it happen. So that'll be tight. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, just make sure it. to let us know, especially for some of these tournaments, man. But like yeah. I said, you know, pro tournament, yeah, man. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm doing it. We try to support, man. That, that, that That's something we do that this is beyond the podcast. When you go to stuff like that, that's yeah. really your hobby and everything. Everybody support you with the wings, brother. We'll support you right no, there. The boy, sure. I, I don't even know what's going on. I'm be like, uh-huh. I'm gonna throw that uh-huh. mug, I'll curve it, you. baby, I'll curve it. You, that's why, yeah, I'll feel you. Get I, I, another thing, so I love music. Okay, okay, so yeah, people, yeah. I, I play drums. Okay, nice. Yes, I I'm actually a paid professional drummer. Oh shit! Yeah, I've been I've been gigging with this church like every Sunday. Um, I've been calling off for like the last month and a half though. <laughs> I ain't gonna cat, like, <laughs> bro. They were like, "What's our drummer?" So at? look, like, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna be for real. Uh, I'm gonna be back next week, bro. I'm gonna be back next week. Today was my last, because uh, I remember we had to reschedule, so I was like, I was like, no, nah, I'm not available on the 23rd. I was like, I this podcast, man. I can't. I was like, we had, I had some stuff I had to reschedule. So I told him, like, I'm going to be back on the 30th, y'all. Like, I'll be back. And um, I'm about to get a bass. Oh, can Because I, I want to know how to play bass. Um, I have an acoustic guitar, and uh, one of my customers came in. He had an acoustic, and I was like, oh, bro, you play? He was like, yeah. And I grabbed it, and I was like, you know, he was like, oh, you, you know a little something? I'm like, bro, I've seen some YouTube videos, you feel me? So he goes, yeah, man, I miss teaching. I said, I could bring you out of retirement, player. Like, so he, I gave him my guitar, bro. He went and, like, changed the strings, tuned it. To, you know what I mean? We're going to start lessons soon, like, for the next week. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so I love music, bro. Like, I love to play. So, but I, I play Look the drums. And then, like I say, I'm about to learn how to play the bass and the guitar. So, yeah, man, that's dope. Because after, like, after I retire, like, I want to, ha- I want to gig. I just want to go gig and just play. You know what I'm saying? Just do yeah. stuff. You feel me? Really? To, yeah, but like when I'm Why done, yeah, like, like I just, I'm gonna just travel, just play gigs. You feel me? And yeah, that yeah. Sounds Three sick. my kids, bro. Just like, hey, come on, we got a show in St. Louis. Let's go. Like, you feel yeah, me? Just go. Dope. Hey, that's gonna be dope, bro. Like. <laughs> Like, yeah, that like, yeah, bro, I got called. And then it's like, shoot, it could be the drums, it could be the bass, it could be, the, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's versatile. Mm-hmm. So I'm not set to one thing, like, oh, they need a bass player. I got you. Yeah. You feel me? Like, well, you play bass too? Yup. <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's going to be dope, bro. I was thinking about that, like, just saying it sounds yeah. dope. I'm like, you feel no, me? Here like, again, like, just being like, all right, I'm, I'm retired. Let me just go play some kid gigs. Yeah, so let me just go get yeah. travel. You feel me? Like, and I think too, like, I've, I've always wanted to do that. Like, music has been my thing since I was young. That's dope. I'm self taught drummer. I've never had a lesson. I I got a lesson because I've never experienced it last year. I went to Guitar Center and got some drum lessons. I've never had a drum lesson ever. Oh, damn. Never. So it was dope to, like, 
see like, oh snap, I never knew that because <laughs> I, yeah. I never had a drum lesson. So that was dope to experience. But I've been playing since I was 13 years old. Damn. Yep. Y'all remember them wire hangers we used to have back in the day? Yeah. But like the one that had the little uh, cardboard sticker or something like that? Yeah. I used to take them off the uh, hanger. Them was oh. my drumsticks. Pots, pans, books, pillows, whatever, bro. That was my kid. Hey, that's crazy. That's kind of I never thought that. So uh, when I was coming up, we didn't have all this YouTube and stuff we have now. We had MTV. Yeah. You know what I mean? BET, right? So they would have live sets. So that's the drummers I watched on TV. The Unplugged, the MTV Unplugged, right? Yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. I didn't have, we didn't have the internet to do all that stuff. You feel mm-hmm. me? I mean, we had AOL. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it, bro. Like, you feel me? Don't pick the phone up. I'm yeah. online right now. You pick that phone up, you're going to kick me off. Yeah. Like, that's all we had. You know what I mean? So I, I didn't have the access we have now to watch tutorials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that stuff. So I just watched MTV and looking at the drummers and just playing along with them. That's how I learned. And then I remember my grandma was going to this church. They didn't have no drummer. And, and when I walked in, I was like, oh, snap, the drum set. And then the service started going on. I was like, playing drums? I was like, hey, can I play drums? They said, you know how to play? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I don't know how to play. Can I, can I get on, though? She was like, I said, I had a willing heart. That's it. Yeah. And when I sat on that drum set, bro, kick and snare, that's all I gave them. I was like, hey, I'm like, hey, we doing it. You feel me? You know what I mean? That's it, bro. The whole service. That's all I gave him. The whole service, bro. That was it. You know what I mean? And I was happy. I was happy. And then after a couple weeks, the hi-hat came. And I was like, oh, snap. There we go. Like, we making traction. You feel me? That's it. Just a willing heart, bro. Just a willing heart. Yeah, man. Man, a lot. <laughs> now, what, what, what I really like about what you've shared so far, man, is just like, I think for someone that's just like at a point in their life or like they think like they just don't, there's nothing left, like you share like the, the pressure of bowling and then sharing like, oh, I want to go play live music. Like, life isn't over. Like, I feel oh, yeah. like, like a lot of people, like, they kind of just like, all right, well, this is going to be my life for the next 20, 30 years. What I like about you is like, you kind of established yourself like, as your business and now you're like, okay, like, what, what else do I want to do? I think that's really cool to have. I think that's really cool mindset to have. Yeah. It's actually living life, not like the rat race. Yeah. 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 You're standing yourself. And and having your own business, like, really helps. I feel for people that, like, I mean, it's just, it's evident, bro. Like, we need them. You need somebody that wants to work a nine to five. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You feel me? It's, yeah, I was having that conversation last night. Yeah. Time. It's just, it's just it's what it is, right? I got, I got a lot of love and respect for people that uh, put food on the table for their families yeah. to take care of the responsibilities. Respect. That go in and they they can work somewhere for 20, 30 years and do that routine days respect. and they're and they're happy. Like I have a lot of yep. respect for that. Respect, yes, yeah, that, that's one them. thing. Yeah. You know, but I, I I wanted I just wanted something different. Yeah, bro. like I said, I'm not better than anybody. Yeah. I just wanted different. You feel me? And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. You feel me? I don't frown upon anybody that's working the nine to five, bro. Like yeah, that, and that was the conversation thing. that we were having because yeah. they were like, yeah, like some people like they just want to be here nine to five. All the that's fine. Yeah, let them like, be. If they're taking care of their family, they're taking yeah. care of responsibilities. Like and that's the thing, bro. That's success. Yeah. That's what people don't understand, bro. That person is successful. Yes. yes. That it, just because they don't own a business or they don't play music or they don't do something that like like they're successful. Yeah, and they're happy. And yes, bro, and that, peace of mind is priceless, bro. Like, it's priceless, yeah. man. Like, if that if that makes you happy, bro, like, nothing, nobody can say nothing, bro. Like, 
it's a beautiful thing, man. You know, but I'm, like I said, I just want it different. Like, I personally was like, nah, I don't want this. I want something else. You yeah, feel me? Exactly. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, no, I think the same way. Like, I know, like, the 9 to 5 for me, like, there's so many things I want to do, and it's like, I have to, I, I have to work a little bit harder to get there, but I, that, that's for me. Yeah. That's for me. And my, my, my life yeah. is visible for everybody. That's true, bro. Yeah, man. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I remember um, when I quit my job, April 5th, 2019. Mm. Norman Journeyman. I remember Norman Journeyman, bro, one of my uh, coworkers. Norman looked at me and said, hey, bro, everybody knew what I was doing. Everybody knew I was trying to pursue. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Everybody knew that, right? Norman looked at me and said, hey, if you believe in yourself, you'll quit this job. And I was like, wait, what? Double back. What did you just say? If you believe in yourself, you'll quit this job. And, and I was like, whoa, hold on. I, I, I do believe in myself. I was like, yeah, I believe in me. I punched out. It was a Friday. And I was like, I ain't coming back. Three kids. I got bills, bro. And I quit. Damn. Three kids, bro. I didn't know how. I just knew that I, I believed in myself. Filled my calendar up week after week, bro. And went and got it. And then, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm finna rattle myself. All right, look. <laughs> when I quit that job, bro, I got... 12 weeks disability when I left. Now, that part, you won't know what how. <laughs> hey, bro. Look, I got 12 weeks of disability, right? I made it work, bro. Like, I quit. I remember they was calling me. Hey, coming back. I was like, nah, doctor. Doctor said I'm not good. You know what I mean? Like, doctor's orders, man. I'm sorry. You feel me? I ended up getting 12 weeks just to make sure I had some money to, you know, to get me a little further. Yep. And I was booking events, you know, and then I utilized that. And after them 12 weeks was done, I pretty much had some stuff set up. So I just stayed consistent, but I stayed booking and I was working. And then, and that's how it happened, man. I filled my calendar up. Um, I was determined, bro. So with me, it's like, whatever you want to do in life, please don't have a plan B. A plan B restricts your plan. So if you have plan A, that just has to be the plan. Because when you have plan B, what plan B does is go to A and be like, ah, hey, I mean, if it don't work out, we can go do, no. Yeah. No, it has to work. And that's, that was my mentality. Mm. This has to work. There is no, well, if it doesn't work or what am I, no. This is the plan and this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I stuck with it, bro. It wasn't like, okay, well, if this don't pop off, I'm going to do this. And if that don't pop down, because then you, you're, you get nowhere. You just get nowhere, bro, by having all these other plans. So I just said, no, this is the plan. I quit. I'm going to do this full time. And that's what it was. And I didn't give up. I just kept going. And where we are today. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love hearing that, man. No, I love that, hearing that. That, that doesn't impact me so much, yeah, man. I'm ready to quit mine, and I, I, don't, even, I don't even got a side hustle yet. But y'all heard of peanuts fried rice? No, I haven't. Okay, Theo, right? Theo came to me. He was like, "Man, I want to start cooking." I I was doing uh, pop ups at Badger Bowls, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, and I hit up like multiple people. I had people saying they wanted to come and you know do nachos, do whatever, right? I was like, "All right, look, just go get some get business license." I mean, uh, no, get business insurance. That's all they required on that lot. Was business insurance. 
right? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I, I told Theo, hey, get business insurance and come set up with me in the parking lot, right? Hey, he was determined. Got a, He got his insurance, came out there, had his equipment, started selling fried rice, right? So all the game I gave him, I gave him all the ugly before I gave him all the good. Yeah. So he can understand what I went through. So he didn't have to go through that as much as I did, right? And it wouldn't affect him as much as it affected me. Mm-hmm. Theo, man, he quit his job. It took me what? I started business in 2016, and I didn't quit my job till April 5th, 2019. Theo quit his job in less than a year. Damn. Off what I gave him. Really? I'm, that's what I'm talking about. You're I'm serious. like, bro, I gave him everything. You feel me? Less than a year, I remember him calling me. Hey, man, I quit. I get this, bro. Yeah. I'm like, bro, wait, what? And that's not the typical answer that somebody gives you when they say, I just quit my job. Usually, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? Yeah. I said, bro, you lying. Yeah. You quit? That's what I'm talking about, bro. I, was like, <laughs> I said, that's what I'm talking about, dog. Go get it, bro. It's out here. Go get it. That man's still rocking to this day, bro. That's still rocking to this that. day. Got you it, feel good. me? And he quit in less than a year. I ain't mad. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm not mad. Like, bro, it took me three years. No. Yeah. I'm not mad at you, bro. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Right? Keep going. Keep growing and keep excelling, bro. Surpass me. Yeah. Do it, dog. No, and Go like get you, it. As much as you yeah. want. Go get it. Like I said, bro, I don't have to have the millions. I don't. I don't need it, bro. Mm. Who gonna sp- I mean, all that money. What you gonna do with all that money? What the... Bro, I'm happy. Yeah. You can't put a... Pro- I'm happy. I was mm. able to... I, I mean, bro, I broke the matrix in my life, yeah, bro. You feel me? Like, I broke the matrix, dog. Like, the, the, the lifestyle that they thought or that I was taught that I only had. Like, bro, I broke the statistic, bro. I'm happy. That's why there's so many stories of those people that they'll, they'll work and work and work for something. And then when they finally get there, they still feel empty. Yeah. And it's uh, because that um, the actual process of it is what you're enjoying. Yeah. And so when it's done, you're like, I didn't even enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And so deep. you're enjoying the fucking process all the way through, of just focusing on the end. Yep. Yeah. And so when you're, you're, you're never gonna have an end. Exactly. You're playing a, a unlimited game. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. what I like about what you said too is um, this is probably maybe back in like 2018, 2019, um, like a year or two before he died. Was Kobe was talking about mm-hmm. uh, they're asking about LeBron getting close to breaking his record. Yeah. And he was like, I'm happy. He was like, I want my records to be broken. Like, I want people to do better than me because that means I'm doing like I'm doing my job. I'm paying it forward. Like I'm paying the game. Like what the game is giving me, if someone's playing better than me or someone's breaking my records, I'm I just doing right because I'm paying it forward and the, and the game's improving, the game's getting better. And that's how I kind of see what you've done. Like you literally paid it forward. Like in that time that he started his business, you said it took you three. Well, it took him a year. Exactly. And less than a year. You, pay, you paid it forward, yeah. Less than a year, bro. I yeah, was less than happy a year, yeah. I was happy here. I'm like, bro, you doing it. That's what I'm talking about. I remember he pulled up in, a, in his new truck. I said, but look at God. I was like, what are you doing it, dog? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got a new truck. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, bro. Like That's good to see, you. I'm That's good to see, that. yeah. I'm telling you. I love I'm that. happy for him. And then, like, even, too, like, all the people we was able to help. 
um, when we was doing them uh, pop-ups at the liquor store, but we was able to help so many vendors, you know, and I was, I, I was selected, I was selected on who, you know, everybody don't get access to me. Mm. Everybody don't get that, bro. You feel me? So I was real limited on who I worked with, who I brought in. Um, I was always trying to see the heart of people first. You feel me? Before you got really, you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rock with people, but the people that we've allowed to, some of them crept through the cracks. That, you know what I mean? You know, I didn't see that at first, but it is what it is. But yeah. we was able to bring people, and I'm, I said, bro, I don't boast. Like, Wingman was bringing so much business that look at, you know, we start putting everybody else on. You feel me? And then it started with just me, and now I got two other vendors out there with me, and we all eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody eating. I you love know what I mean? Like, that's what I love too, bro. Like, so I'm saying, man, like, stay genuine, bro. Stay true to yourself, man. Like, because it's going to pay out, bro. And, and like, hey, don't do it to be seen, bro. Like, if don't nobody ever see it, you got to be content with that. Yeah. If nobody ever knows. I mean, I made a video. I said, be the blessing without people knowing that it was you blessing them. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Oh. Be the blessing to them without nobody knowing that it was you blessing them. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know how, man, all this social media stuff would die away. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They would have no power, bro, mm-hmm. if, if everybody didn't have to be seen. Yep. That's a lot of people. The, the biggest thing right now is, is, is a lot of people will want to be seen because they haven't been heard yet. And those that haven't been heard will do everything to mm-hmm. be seen. Yeah, and I'm scared for them, bro. Mm-hmm. Those are the worst types. So real I think that's the most dangerous when it comes to like the, the mental health side of it. That's the most dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the, that's what we have is a whole bunch of walking mental illness around it. They don't even know it that that's what they're breeding is a new culture. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and tie in, man. You you've had so much in this beautiful podcast, man. A lot of final messages, but in this segment right here, if there's anything you wanted to retouch on for this final message it's a message to the people here that have been listening and rocking with us on this podcast today man i think like how you said earlier like it's not too late you know what i mean um i think to a certain degree because you don't want to be a 80 year old man trying to be a phlebotomist because you probably gonna hurt somebody <laughs> you yeah. feel me but like to a certain degree like yeah. but that's just <laughs> like just like be smart but like you got like you have to understand man like you're like you said Life ain't over, bro. Like, you got up, you got breath, you can make something happen today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not over. And I think if people start realizing, like, you know, what makes you happy, I always tell people, do what makes you happy, man. Like, and that's everything, bro, outside of, like, passion, relationships. It don't matter. Like, mm-hmm. you know, really, you have to really protect and guard your heart, guard your mind um, in this life, bro, because people will come and, and they'll destroy you. You know what I mean? So you really got to protect yourself. Um, but it's, it's not too late for a lot of people, man. And and there's a lot of good ideas out there. People just scared. You can't be scared, man. You got to jump. You know, like that metaphor they say with the parachute. Bro. You got to jump, bro. You feel me? If you don't jump, the parachute won't work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I remember hearing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't jump, if you got the parachute on, it's useless. If you just, if you're sitting there. You got to go in order for it to work. You know what I mean? So it's take that step and take it one at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, I take it a day at a time, bro, because it can all be gone tomorrow. One day at a time. That's all I can do. You feel me? Live for the day because it can be gone tomorrow. So I'm grateful for everything I have. You know what I mean? I'm grateful for still rocking. Like, and, and, and 
I think that's uh, people understand, but like, you, you can do it. Yeah. You can do it. You know what I mean? I've been able to help a lot of people understand that. Like, and, and like I said, bro, I'm not, I wasn't the school person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember a young lady was telling me she wanted to uh, go to culinary school. Mm-hmm. I, I said, how long is that going to take? I said, to be honest, if you put the time in to build your product instead of going to put the time in at the school, if you already know what you're doing, keep building on that. You don't need to go to school to figure out, you know what I'm saying, for them to tell you how to do what you already know how to do. Yeah. So if this is going to take you three years, where do you think you'll be if you just was cooking for people for three years? Yeah. Opposed to going to school for three years. You going to be so much further if you just put in the work right now Mm. instead of going. Mm-hmm. And then after now you gotta put in the work, <laughs> so you yeah. really you set yourself back because mm-hmm. you would have been way further. So if you ask me what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna start cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna put, I'm just gonna get it into their mouth, bro. Like I gotta get this food to their mouth. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that because I did that with massage therapy. I, I was doing massage therapy for a while, and I built up clientele. But then I was like, I'm getting a little bit where I need some, I need some insurance. I need some, I need some. Uh, uh, um, to be eligible to be able to provide the service, so yeah. that's why I went to school. But yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I can't go to school right now. Like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work. Yeah. So I might as well just work exactly, on this bro. and build this exactly. and get good enough to where I'm like, okay, now, now I gotta like protect myself, you know, in case something happens. So the, there's whole all the liabilities and things behind yeah. that. But that, that's what I did though. I was like, I'm not gonna just go and do that. And then like you said, I gotta build time. To, I had, the, I had the opportunity right there. Yeah. I could just do it. That's so, true. Hey, I wanted to get into that on the side. Yeah. Yep. Mm. No degree, no nothing. Mm. I just know how to rub you down. That's it. Mm. You feel me? That's, that's on the side. Just something yeah. like because it's so totally possible. Yeah, so much. You, I just said, bro, if you broke, that's a choice. It's so much out here. You can yeah, do. if you broke, that's a choice. You broke, I'm, that I'm that writing that choice. down today. Yeah, that is a choice. You are choosing. You gotta be creative. I'm telling you, bro. It's so much <laughs> out here. That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you broke, that's a choice. Yeah. I'm telling you. Like, I I just got done telling one of the young cats I watched grow up. He used to work for Wingman when we had the pop ups like in twenty. 2020 mm-hmm. and he was like man I'm on the, I told him go learn how to cut hair just just to have it in your back like just learn how to cut hair you will always have work yeah. I don't care what happens in your life yeah. you feel me yep. I could have faked you up right now if I'd have brought all my clippers and, and I would have loved it you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> like, <laughs> not how I came to the gym uh, he, he cuts hair on the side and yeah. so whenever I need a haircut real quick I'll hit him up and, and he will never yeah. be broke nah. ever and what got me into it is I got three boys. So well, at the time, it was just three of us. It's four of us now that would all go. But before it was me and my oldest and my and my 11-year-old. And I'm like, bro, this is this costs a lot. Yeah. I was like, dang, bro. <laughs> so I told my barber, I was like, uh, hey, can you just me how to cut hair? Yeah, I bet. Because I, I got to save some money. So taught me how to cut. Hey, them first that first year was rough. Yeah. <laughs> them boys and it was around. on them, yeah. Them boys, yeah. yeah, it was a couple times. Hey, uh, I messed up, man. Can I come to the shop? We get down there, and he like, yeah, man. You got to let that grow. <laughs> like yeah. you feel me, like. I, but my son went through it, bro. But like I said, man, like I'm gonna always have a job, bro. I always got something that I can do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I cook. I play music. Bro, I cut hair. 
I'm gonna get it somehow, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, cool, yeah. I'm gonna get it somehow, bro. Mm-hmm. Somebody call me right now. Love that. Let me let me get a cut. Pull up, bro. I got a I got a a barber chair in my garage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Got a mirror right there. Like, let's get it. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna get it, bro. Mm-hmm. One way or another, Mister Go Get It. If you broke, it's a choice. <laughs> And on that right there, brother, this has been an amazing cast. This has been one of one right here. I'm going to transition over to our questions. Like I said, a little rapid fire could be one answer, whatever the case may be. But like I said, thank you for rocking with us. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, no, this is a good podcast, man. Like I said, I, I took away a lot. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I took away a lot. So for being, I was like, when I come on here and I could take away so much. So That's I appreciate great. you coming on, man. Especially like, I think it's in for sure top three. I don't know. I think it's one of my favorites. I'm already excited. Y'all don't sure. even know I'm about to re- I'm re-listen to this ASAP. Sure. So, question time. Let's go ahead and get it. So, you have a favorite athlete of all Michael time. Vick. Michael Vick? All right. <laughs> Michael Vick. Got Michael it. Michael Vick. And, and I'm a Falcons fan. So, and I'm, I'm from Atlanta. So, I used to work at the Georgia Dome. Oh, like, okay. Bro, like, when I say... Bro, exciting talk is yeah. true, bro. Like, I'm mad he got into them dogs, bro. But dang, <laughs> yeah. bro, like we would have had one under Pri- our hey, belt. Prime Vic. We would have had one under our belt if Vic would have stayed away from that stuff, bro. But Michael Vick, bro, he's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Favorite rapper slash artist of all time, or you could do both. Mm. You could do both if you like. Um, shoot. Dang. That's a tough one. Tupac. Mm. My OG. The OG. Tupac, for sure. I love that. Next one. Personal favorite wing sauce. So this could be one. My mango fuego. The mango fuego? Okay. Mango fuego. That's my, and my 11-year-old, that's all he eat, bro. That's it. Mango fuego. (laughs) Mango flavor sounds hard. We're about to tap in, bro. We're about to tap in. That's my favorite one, bro. Yeah, that's my favorite one. One of our posts like that, we got to go hit up. We got to stop and get that, yeah. We got to go with some deadlifts. Man. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Let's have our own party. Our own deadlift party. And to be honest, I really don't eat a lot of people's wings. I don't. I want to, though. That's the thing. I want to. But for so long, I just was like, nah, I'm good. I mean, I went to Uncle Howie's one time. Oh, yeah. Because my partner, he like the 49ers. And they got something over there. Like all of them be pulling up during the season. And all the 49ers fans be over there. And he was like, bro, pull up, man. I was like, I'll pull up. You know what I mean? I pulled up and I ordered a 20-piece wings, naked, extra crispy. That lady came to my table. I had my buffalo, I had my mango, and I had my ranch. <laughs> so I was not playing. You came with your own sauce. Like I was that. like, that's, that's that's I was like, because I just know, like, I don't even want to be disappointed. Yeah. At this point. You feel me? I don't want to be disappointed. Like, you're spending your money. You so I'm just going to like, hey, just give them to me naked and uh, I'm good. You know, I love that. You said, I don't want to be I disappointed. I don't want to be. And then his kids had their uh, teriyaki, and they love my pineapple teriyaki, and they was like, this tastes like vinegar. I said, see, that's, I didn't want to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, you know what I mean? So, uh, next one, brother. One venue or person you would like to service? 
Is there like a special venue, special place you're like, man, I would really like to be there? Or if there's a person you were like, hey, look, if if I'll be able to serve this. Keith this, Lee. Yeah. Food, uh, the food yeah. Group, right? Yeah, Keith yeah, Lee. Yeah. Um, and the funny story, man, like when uh, I messaged him um, when I first started to, to see who he was, I think he had like five million followers at the time. I think he's pushing like 13, 14 million now. So I think uh, I messaged him and I was like, hey, I just want to tell you, like, I respect what you're doing because I know what it feels like. I, I had a, a guy come out and shoot a video for me and it helped my business. So I was like, you know, that's respect for what you're doing for these small businesses. Um, so I, I didn't hit him up on like, no, hey, can you come over here? You feel me? I told him, like, hey, respect, bro. I respect what you're doing, bro. Keep it up. You know, keep up the good content. And um, it's, it's a blessing how you blessing or, you know, how these businesses are being blessed by your platform. And then um, probably like a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, woke up one morning and they said, Keith Lee started following your account. I was like, wow. Hold on now. <laughs> I was like, yeah. and it was crazy because he was out here. Oh, he, did a, he did a review to the spot in uh, Riverside. Oh, okay. I seen the video. Yeah. And it kind of had me feeling like, dang, I felt like he came or maybe he was going to. But yeah, I think like, like, and honestly, bro, like off the record, it don't even have to be like, it don't even have to be, you know, for the media. Just yeah. off the record, like, just come through and just see, you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. probably, yeah, that'd be one. Nah, that's cool. Now he's big. Like, uh, I, I hear people talk, uh, like, watching videos all yeah. the time. So, that's cool. Yeah, now. Like, I like that. Yeah. yeah. How you doing, man? That's crazy. And for the final bonus question, bonus, if you can go back to the teenage you, do all that, and you, and you, you would tell yourself something, like yeah. I said, that info, yeah, that knowledge, yeah. What would it be? Leave them heifers alone. <laughs> I love it. Leave them heifers alone. Yeah. Leave them alone. They don't trip. Don't even, don't even worry about them females, bro. Leave them be. Ground yourself and stay focused, bro, because they're not going nowhere. That's, that's good luck. Ground yourself and stay focused, bro. They're not going nowhere. They're gonna be here. Don't trip. And then when you get when you get there, you're gonna see who really who you really need to have in your corner. Yeah, yeah man. You hear that, Shala? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My women know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's that crucial, dog. You feel me? We men go through so much, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'll be listening to a lot of the stuff as far as like, you know, you have a, a system set up that's aiming to make us fail. You feel me? Um, you know, don't have no kid with it, bro, because you're done. You feel me? Unless like a woman has to go through so much for you to prove that she's not uh, fitting, but a man doesn't. Like, it's easy to just strip him away. Yeah. Well, why is it so easy for you to just strip me away like that? But I have to prove she's insane. Mm. I have to prove she's insane. Basically, you feel me for me to even get a chance. Yeah. But I, I don't have to prove nothing. You, you just gonna throw me away. I never forget, bro. When my son Ace was born, um, lady came in and she was like, with the paperwork to sign the birth certificate. And I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, cool. I was like, where I signed? She said, oh, um, normally the mother's just here. And I said, well, respectfully, even if that was the case, you see I'm here. 
So you will you don't even have enough courtesy to be like, well, the mom and the dad is here, so let's make sign, sure they yeah. both sign. It's just well, usually the mother's on here. And I was just like, oh, for real? But you see on here, like, you yeah, see on here. Yeah. I looked at that lady. I said, hey, if I don't sign it, don't nobody sign it. And she was like, I said, yeah, if I don't sign the birth certificate, ain't nobody signing it. So what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me the, give me the paperwork. Yeah. You crazy? Yeah. You feel me? So it's so easy, bro, for us to be cast out. Mm. Yeah, we go through a lot. You feel me? And then we're told to always be strong, hold your head up, don't cry, don't show that emotion. Like, bro, no, we going through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we going through it. You feel me? So, you know, I, I really feel like you know the I, I do want you to have a beautiful relationship, but you need to be grounded within yourself first, bro. Because and you really need to understand who you're dealing with because and people are crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. People yeah. are crazy, and these women. It's so easy, bro, for us to get caught up. And, bro, we work our tails off, bro, just yeah. for them to just take it from us like that. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We bust our tails, bro, and they can get us like that. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. You know? I've worked so hard to build this, and then it's just like it's just gone like that. Mm-hmm. And then you don't even want to hear from me. I can't yeah. even plead my case. It's like, uh-uh. No. I'm like, dang, bro, like, hold up. Mm. I'm the one been taking care of everything. I've been, like, everything she wants, she basically almost get like, dang, bro, like, what about about me? Mm. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care, bro. So, yeah, man, I would have told myself, bro, these females ain't going nowhere. You know, and I think we need to really push that, bro. We need to really have people understand, bro, like, Women are devious, bro. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're in this, we're in this like, like, culture now where it's just like you're, we're trying to push women forward, which is fine. But it's also like you can't just disregard all the stuff that we have to do and disregard yeah. everything that we have to go through yeah. to do that, to push up both. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. both yeah. sides, bro, both sides, yeah. men and women, yes. They're deadbeat women. They're deadbeat men. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But it's like, bro, I don't understand how a man deals with the it's like why does it why does it seem like the the, the men you know you get uh uh you go through because the women they 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 praise dogs bro mm-hmm. they love them mm-hmm. the good guy finished last all the time y'all want to be dogged out called out your name trashed on and then you get this dude that that that's gonna love you and it's like oh he weak mm-hmm. no he not weak mm-hmm. He's not weak. He just, he, his heart built different, bro. Mm-hmm. Really, he built different. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, they try yeah. to be like, I'm building no, no, really built yeah. different. He got hit on the For shoulder. For real. Yeah. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. No, bro, we looked at to be weak. Like, why do I have to be weak just because I, um, I care about you? Yeah. I don't, I don't view you as that. You are more. You are precious. And, and because I'm not treating you like a thought, because I'm not dogging you, calling you out your name, got this toxic relationship, I'm weak? Yeah. Are you crazy? That's what they push, though, bro. And uh, No, it's not. So we really got to, like, we got to take that back, bro. We got to start teaching the young men, you feel me, how to value themselves and stand firm, just like a woman going to value and stand firm, right? Yes. Oh, you got to work. You got to provide. You got okay, well, what are you bringing to the table? Mmm, hello. Because I'm sorry, bro. Like, 
We can get that anywhere. Yeah. We can. <laughs> yeah. It's you feel me? But it's everywhere. It's it's more than that. You feel me? So that's why I value, you know, that intimacy is I look at it from a different perspective now. You feel me? Because I really can go get that anywhere. I don't want it like that. I want to really value and build something with you. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can't that can't be the only thing you bring to the table. Yeah. It's got to be way more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to change your whole financial situation. Oof. What you willing to do for me? Yeah. I'm willing it's to gotta be reciprocation. You know, you well, I, I I'm willing to take care of your rent. I'm willing to take care of your utilities. I'm willing to take care of your grocery bill. I'm willing to take care of all of that. And you can't even cook? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. This don't add up. I'm willing to change all of that. Yeah. And I can't even get a meal? Can't get a clean house? Can't get... Oh, no. No. We can't do this. Mm-mm. We can't do this. So, yeah, it's, that's what I would tell myself, bro. Leave me alone, man. Yeah, I should have left him alone. But, hey, I'm yeah. grateful, man. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I, if, if, if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? So now I'm able to hopefully give that information to somebody else and, you know, Pass hope on. they use it. Hope they Pass use it to their advantage, bro. You know? Oh, trust me. There's a viewer out there that, that's that's low-key listening to this and, and he needed to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to get some haters on there. That's we fine. matter too, yeah. bro. We matter too. Yeah. Yeah. We matter too, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to understand, man. Nah, we, I like that. I really, too. really like that message. Oh, yeah. I'm, really I'm really going like to write that down. We matter too because that's facts, baby. It is, bro. We matter too. Like I said, bro, like, I don't know how many times I, I be I be talking to females and I be hey man listen like you got a job and I hear it all the time yeah I got that job hey would you like to not work at all I would love to I hear it all the time mm-hmm. you feel me mm-hmm. but it's like but we don't want to do the things necessary bro to have that kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. you know what I mean and and men like bro I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for men bro because we go through too much bro and and we're just overlooked and it's just like whatever like. Deal with it. You're a man. Get over it. You know, like, nah, bro. I gotta let this out because I don't want to hurt nobody. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm not. It ain't always a physical thing. You feel me? But you feel me? Like I just don't want to. I want to be in that state of mind. You know what I mean? I teach my kids, man. Don't hold nothing in. Speak about your feelings. You feel me? Your feelings matter. Mm. Don't let nobody silence you. You know what I mean? Like you matter. Your feelings matter. Your emotions matter. Speak up. I would, yeah, uh, one thing I'll like say that. is like I, I like that. I always am careful though who I share or I yeah. talk about that stuff too because a lot of people think, oh, I'm just gonna share with everybody, mm-hmm. and not everyone has good intentions yes. for you. And so that's my thing is like you, when, when you have this conversation, make sure with the people that actually care about yeah. you that want the best for you because if you start sharing all other stuff, and now it's the reason against you, oh, yeah. he told me this or all, oh yeah, he's going through this, so he can't do this. It's like. No, what's mm-hmm. like what's going on? Like, I told you this out of like reason to be productive, and now yeah. you're trying to trying to pull me down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm I'm big on like knowing when you when you have that outlet when you talk to those people, making sure it's around people that that want the best for you that are genuine for you. That's right. I love that. Yeah. Well, everybody, this is this has been one of our longer episodes, indeed, <laughs> one of the most it. informative, one of the most blessed episodes I can say from my heart. It it is time to wrap it up for the yeah. one time. So. We gotta Everybody. make sure you don't miss, you don't miss uh, the, the drums. <laughs> there's there's so much going on. First and foremost, from the cast to you, Mr. Weeman, Mr. Man himself, Appreciate we want to say thank you for rocking with yeah. us. Thank you for blessing with us. To all the Appreciate viewers it. listening, thank you for rocking with us. Like I said, continue to spread the word, not only about his business, 
about us, but just about life itself. A lot of core things on this podcast that transcends just business, it's life, it's your childhood, it's pushing your children forward, a lot of future things. So for that, I want to thank you, sir. Respect. And as always, everybody, let's go ahead and log out. This is your boy, Shiloh. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I thought we'd go down like that. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just got skipped over and then come back to you. What you I'm going to sign out already. <laughs> <laughs> and then my boy right here going hey, to talk about. You know what it is. Stop playing. It's the wing man, baby. <sighs> hey, part two, bro. We're going to get a little quiet fan in here, though. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust, trust me. I'm, we I'm definitely went. Oh, I was like. I pulled up. And I saw the garage. I was like. I didn't bring no towels. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Respect. Respect. Right Respect. But, hey, thank you. Respect for everybody. And always, God bless. We yeah. out. Yes, sir. <laughs>